Hey, what's going on, LBK? Rob and Cam here off in uh, Moon Mine Productions. And uh, we are in the studio feeling real good today, man. Um, <laughs> what, you, what you chuckling about, bro? <laughs> uh, not, I'm just very happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> you chuckling like you had something in mind. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, man, um, we're going to go through the whole show. We've been doing this is the ninth episode here. So this one, we're going to try something interesting. We're going to flow like a freestyle. So once we hit record, which we already have, we ain't going to stop. Trying to build up fluency and proficiency, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And and really, I think trying to build up fluency and proficiency to, to help the editing process be faster mm -hmm. so we can yeah. be more efficient. What they call it, one take Jake. <laughs> one take Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time when you say that, that remind me of Jay-Z when they say he do stuff. And I, I don't even want to talk about that cat. I don't even, that I shit ain't the name. Oh, oh down there. Down the that Rain Man home. they be talking about. That who? He be doing Rain Man. Who? Jay. <laughs> you ain't never heard that? Mm -mm. He say, uh, he be, well, so it's a little thing. It's uh, I think it's what, him, Wayne, I think Eminem. It might be some other people too. Mm -hmm. Where they say they, like, they tap into a Rain Man spirit or something. Yeah. And that's where they, they rhymes come from. So I'm like, eh? It's worth a it's worth a look see. Okay. You know what I'm I ain't never heard of that, man. You're gonna have to elucidate later on in the mm -hmm. show. But before we uh get too deep in down any kind of holes, <laughs> I better say peace to the east. Oh, and all the best to those in the west. Yeah, well, of course, to my folks in the north. And all those down south. Hey, that's your mind. What I'm gonna talk about, lover. Me too. Because that's, that's all we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> see, that one was right on point right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess that sounded okay. Uh, I don't have the same questions that I usually have. I usually be doubting it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of felt that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little bit. A huh? little bit. Yeah, little bit. Man, yeah. it's kind of Pim Slickens this week for uh, what's going on, ain't it? Mm -hmm. Except uh, the one that I had sent you. Oh, yeah. You want me to pull that one up? Yes, please, sir. Pull uh, what was that? Out. Pull your device. Sell the phone out. What, what was that? Uh, what was it about? Uh, Rise Academy. It's oh, here you up. go. Yeah. A walk. Ruby Bridges. Oh, Ruby, Ruby. Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> we was wondering how do you how do you what's the what's the plural? What's the possessive? Plural of bridges. No, the the possessive when she owns something. That's what I'm saying. Bridges. How you say that? Bridges. Bridges. Ruby Bridges. bridges. Go ahead. Tell us about it, bridges bro. Is. Bridges is. Bridges is. Bridges is. Yeah, Ruby Bridges is. <laughs> On November 14th. 2023 rise mm -hmm. academy is having a ruby bridges walk to school day um what they're going to do is walk i believe it's going to, to start it yeah from, <laughs> for real, from parkway bingo to rise academy campus it's okay start at 7 30 to 8 30 so you can arrive at the bingo they'll begin walking about 7 45 staff parents bus Pick up from Rise at 7.30, drive back off to Parkway at 8.05. Mm. Breakfast schedule will remain the same for the kiddos. East 1st, East 2nd, and East Auburn will be barricaded. Good, because, man. You say barricaded? Yeah. What that? The traffic can't come through right there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because on that, the traffic in the morning uh -huh. right there from the people that come into the community to drop their 
children off at schools mm-hmm. or whatever and whatnot working. Man, they drive so fast up and down MLK, man. It's, it's a death trap. you think the kids going to be walking to school. Then right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. These people going to, you know what I'm saying, just come. They and it's man, and it's crazy because they have a police that sits out there outside of Rise Academy. Mm-hmm. And the first time, because I used to always ask the principal and the people in the office, like, "What's up with a a a, a school zone like right there?" Because it's hard for the parents that come out of Rise Academy mm-hmm. to, to get out. Left. You know what I'm saying? And it's like one one morning I saw a police sitting across the street. So I'm like, "Oh, so they finally." Was gonna do something about the people speeding through here, man, and leave some. And the only people he was stopping was the Rise, of, Rise of Academy well, of course, parents yeah. coming out, turning left, and either turning too wide uh-huh. or turning in the turning lane instead of into their first lane and giving them tickets oh, for that, man. Wow. And that's the only people they stopping. But not the people that's actually presenting the danger. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Or at least, and then because my, uh, you know, my wife, man, she called him on it, and he was like, basically for safety reasons. But well, how are you being? I mean, if you're doing it for safety reasons, why not make it safe right there? Then right. you can turn your lights on, put your vest on. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And get and at least that one lane right there, man. At least you know when the traffic kind of yeah open a little bit, you can step there and let the parents that need to come out and turn right there, turn and go, and then move out the way and let the traffic keep flowing. But yeah, I guess that's too much. Like no, right, man. No, because if you do that, <laughs> see what happened is if you do that, then that means he got to be out his car on hot days. Right now it's cold. He gonna have to be out his car on cold yeah. days. He that's ain't bringing, what we pay him for, man. He, he ain't bringing that suggestion up to nobody. <laughs> I doubt it. You yeah, know, what that's I'm what we pay him for, man. Oh yeah, to serve, but, protect the serve the community. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes what some, you gotta do, sometimes get the weather put your vest on, man. Sometimes <laughs> the weather don't cooperate with yeah. you, though. You know? <laughs> they got park police parkers and yeah 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 babe, i know i got a park at work so i know the police got one you know <laughs> yep i did too <laughs> not be in the truck but you yeah. need to park a phone in the truck but anyway because you i guess you got to be at the truck sometime yeah. huh well the other thing even though it was kind of uh pimp pl- plim slickens mm-hmm. pm slickens out there as far as things going on and uh, I'm surely y'all know what Pim Slickens is. Slim, Slim Pickens. I can't even say it right. Now. <laughs> slim, Slim Pickens. It was Pim Slickens out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one thing I did have was the that fall festival. Man, I'm very intrigued by this uh, inclusive fall festival mm-hmm. at 8001 Upland Avenue. Uh, having a senior moment here, meaning <laughs> bifocals not good enough to see the the event is going to benefit. The West Texas Autistic Families and Families of Children with Varying Disabilities. And that's one of the reasons it's piquing my curiosity. Uh, That's going to be on November 4th. So it's the Inclusive Fall Festival on Mm -hmm. November the 4th. And it's going to be 8001 Upland Avenue Celebration Christian Center. Two to four. It sounds like it's going to be lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, they say two to four. They're going to have a sipping shop, five dollar wine and charcuterie. That chick we used to go to school with. <laughs> charcuterie. Charcuterie. They're going to have, yeah, charcuterie going to be there from <laughs> four to eight. They're going to have free vendor shopping and kids zone. Says the first thousand kids get swag bags. They got live music, food trucks, cap rock, classic cars, team Bama. Bouncy houses, face painting, pony rides, hair tinsel. Man. Oh, yeah, that's the one with the hair tinsel. Yeah, on. we were saying, I don't yeah. think I want to get no hair tinsel <laughs> over me, man. <laughs> 
That it might be sus. That that's very the sus. Say, that, yeah. It's sus for certain individuals. Yeah. For me, I feel like that, that's sus. Yeah. You so other sus. Yeah. yeah other like, folks might feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. right up their alley, but I be yeah, like, nah. About, yeah. They could pull it off. Some people can pull the tinsel hair off. Yeah. That's the problem. I can't <laughs> pull it off. Literally, I yeah. can't get it off me when it's on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't pull it off. Yeah. Shoot. But uh this thing, it sounds lit, don't it? Yeah, it does. Sound, I mean, it sounds like it's a lot to a lot of entertainment out there to mm. choose from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah. It really does. So I'm gonna say that one more time, man. It's the inclusive Fall Festival at 8001 Upland Avenue Celebration Christian Center. It's going to be on November 4th. Starts at 2. Goes till 8. Man, it looks like it's going to be tight. We're going to probably get out there and do some kind of something, some kind of episode. That's a Saturday. So yeah. at the very least, man, I will take pictures and write up an article or something. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you can already, I mean, you can really kind of already paint a picture of what's going on. It's going to be live music. Yep. So you can. Yep. Put that in the background right now as we walking around looking. Mm. It's gonna be tinsel hair in the crowd, you mm. know. We <laughs> so that's exactly yeah. So that's exactly that's the what we we'll start visualizing. And it's like yeah, I can see. It seems like it could be several things going on that mm. could be intriguing enough. You know what I mean? To yeah. make the evening go by. Yep. To where at the end you'd be like, you know what? That's all right, man. I'm <laughs> myself. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> so, pretty good. Yeah, Shoot. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you right about that because that's I was sitting here at a loss for words <laughs> briefly because I was like I was really thinking about like I can see every I can see that tinsel right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it stuck in my hair too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm there already. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Even yeah. though I I got like a what an eighth of an inch of hair. Yeah, so I can smell the charcuterie. Yeah, she always did kind of mm -hmm. smell funny. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, <laughs> smelled pretty good if you yeah. want to know the truth. But I mean. For a girl, it was weird because she smelled like ham and ham and uh, sausage some, and cheese. Some sausage. And, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes she smelled like nuts and almonds and stuff those, like that. Uh, what was those called? A little cheese cheese roll, cheese ball spreads with mm -hmm. the pimiento or something. Is that what you're talking about? And it had like the the pecans or whatever on the outside of it. Yeah, that's be like nasty. A, a ball of cheese. I don't want that on on my shock you to replay. <laughs> I always seen that. Like it's it's that time of year. Yeah. Start yeah. peeping. Yeah. Just keep your eyes peeled, man. You'll be when you'll see a ball of cheese or some type of shape of cheese <laughs> with some pecans or almonds right, right. on the outside, like mm. with, with some crackers. Mm. That and probably some summer sausages. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. that's where we getting down, man. I told you last <laughs> uh one of the week or two ago, man, I was telling y'all how we went down to Houston. Um end of October mm. for my cousin's birthday, man. And that's one of the things that we thoroughly enjoyed down there. Um, some charcuterie and different cuisine and stuff like that, man. It was, uh, I'm still like flashing back on it. And <laughs> we finna go back down eventually uh, to go see a concert. And when we do, man, we're going to hit them joints that we hit that last time. But I got me some, uh, I got me some real summer sausage. Got me some real, Boudin, you know, you have you ever ate boudin? Probably mm -hmm. not, because it's pork. Mm -hmm. mm. You know what it is? Some deer? Mm -mm. No, it's oh, a, that's the flavor. That's the flavor and the spicing spices and. Mm. No, it's a it's a sausage, Cajun sausage, but it's made. Out, it's you know what dirty rice is. Mm -hmm. Imagine some dirty rice, but it's pork. They can also do a shrimp version, I think, but just like a some dirty rice, shrimp and sausage chopped up with some onions and garlic and stuff and some rice and mixed all together real flavorful 
Then they stuff that in a sausage case. In a case, no, nah. Yeah. So it's it's delicious. I got that in college from my cat named Johnny. And he was from Port Arthur, Texas. I can't remember. Johnny Perkins mm-hmm. from Port Arthur, Texas. I think he the first one showed me some some boudin. But it's anyway, I died I talked way <laughs> too long about that boudin, yeah. man. <laughs> that's how good it is, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that's how Shaku Terry used to smell. And that's why I say that was strange, a strange that's scent strange. for a woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Well, like I said, man, it was it was a uh, PM Slickens. That's uh what we had for what's going on out and about. Do you got anything, bro, to go with? Uh no. I was thinking the only thing I was thinking about It's was, been kind of chilly. Mm-hmm. Chilly Mac with no beans out there, man. Right. right. <laughs> man, I didn't realize it was thirty seven degrees or something yeah, last people, night. Yeah, people around my class, they ain't they don't be trying to move when it be like that outside. <laughs> <laughs> trying to go to the store they was like nope Mm-mm. i kind of I, lo- I thoroughly enjoyed it though man i didn't do nothing sunday uh because you know saturday we record the show up there yeah. at patterson and uh sunday man that's my sabbath day so i literally sat right here in the studio put on some exquisite cartoons <laughs> eight Eat to eat whatever I felt like eating. You know what I'm saying? Just cook dinner, cook dinner, whatever. Oh yeah, and what I made for dinner? I made ribs, corn on the cob, and mashed potatoes. Which I know that's a summer meal, but sometimes you looking through your freezer and you discover you have way more of something than you thought you did. Yeah. And you need to cook some of that up mm-hmm. to make space. You know what I'm saying? I had, we had tons of ribs, man. We had like. I just cooked three racks and we still got at least seven more racks, I think. <laughs> so I think we had like 10 racks of ribs, man. Because man. I was buying them when they was on sale. That's Every time I see them, I'd be like, ooh. Because usually I'd be like, dang, that's expensive. But anyway, man, um, I yeah, I enjoyed this Sunday. Um, but what I was kind of thinking about, we we, we aired that uh, that Linus Fareed episode, Mr. Fareed and Mrs. Fareed. What's his wife's name? Do you remember? Um, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm sure he introduced her, but uh, yes. I've forgotten that. Y'all forgive me for that, but yeah, uh, please do. Yeah, what uh, I thought that was a man. That was a that was a pretty spicy episode. Pretty spicy little segment. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? With I mean, I don't know. I can't necessarily say anything he said was wrong. Or I mean, how you feel about it? I mean, it's um, it's a conversation that's going on in the community yeah I mean, you know what i mean right some people everybody is not seeing eye to eye on it and that's what it, that's just what it is you know what i mean some people think it's a good idea some people don't some people don't think it's a good idea but see benefits in it some people don't mm-hmm. think it's a good idea and don't see benefits you know what i mean like it's so many different points of view that's going on and it's kind of like at the end of the day what like what do we want though like what are we expecting to come from any of this right and then it's so many intricate pieces because just like with the other day in the city council meeting where they finally voted on doing mm-hmm. the, the you know what i mean Getting like a, doing a study yeah and all, all that it goes hand in hand you know what mm-hmm. i mean like all of that and it's and the thing is is like it's so many it's so many 
warriors, bro, from the community that are moving and shaking and making stuff happen. Mm. That some people feel like, like on the outside looking in, they like, well, ain't nothing gonna change. They they gonna this that and the east side this that, but they not seeing the it's people out here in the grassroots putting in work. Mm-hmm. Feet to the feet, you know what I'm saying? Rubber, rubber to the road, yeah. Paternally, you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. they out here doing it, and a lot, a lot of these people are elders in the community, uh-huh. and that's saying like where, where's everybody else at? Yeah, you know. What I, I think mean? some some of these younger cats are doing it too. Like for example, that same thing you talking about that they was talking about at city council, mm-hmm. that last meeting, uh, they had to nominate and accept some new board members and uh i heard danielle east's name and she was so in other words she was serving on a board and i forget which one it was mm-hmm. so she's uh she's quite young i think she but might see, be that's, a millennial that's the thing that needs to happen is when the people that feel like voting doesn't mm-hmm. change anything yeah the, on a local level i disagree yeah when it comes to all the other yeah dog yeah. and pony show stuff you yeah. might be right oh, you know what i'm saying wrestling federation yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah you might be right with that but locally yeah, yeah. our votes do matter yeah. and it's it's just certain judges um all that commissions all that we can vote you in can and out. literally we can change put, it yeah we can here, put, here's the secret man it's something that i got blown away by when we was coming coming back from virginia mm-hmm. um when i first got got uh involved at work and started seeing some of the behind the scenes you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it was like man Matter of fact, it was before I even started there. When I, I had just started there and I looked at the newspaper, the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and it's saying the, the vote tallies for mayor and who won mayor and who won East District, how many votes they got. And man, it's 365,000 people. And it was like 2,000 votes or something. And people it? was winning their district with a, yeah. I think Trey, uh, Mayor Payne, I think he won, I think he won the whole thing with like 9,000 votes That's or something. That's what I'm saying, bro. People just don't understand how we, y'all voted, bro. We, them because that's what I'm saying. That, like, 9,000 votes? Out of 365,000 people? Come on, man. So we, you, you think we couldn't pull 15,000 people together to say we need to vote? Not, mm-hmm. not just vote for this person, mm-hmm. somebody that we can hold accountable? Yeah. Like, it's not no, you get in this position and now... <clears throat> Yeah. Now we can't call you and yeah, no, you we can't that. get in touch and and, and what yeah. was initially understood is not yeah. an understanding anymore. Like, nah, we, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. You and, get but that. I'm not saying on, on a in a forceful or, you know what I'm saying? No, whatever you're holding them accountable way. politically. For, what you know saying. what I'm saying? Just, that's, and that's what, you, that's what they're supposed to do. When you get into an office like that, man, on a bo- basic bottom level sense, entry level sense, your first job. Is to do the will of your constituents, and and that's what that's what they're not doing, and that's crazy. Yeah. Like when you, <laughs> when well, some, you, but you know what? I was just thinking. Sometimes you may not be able to. You try to do the will of your constituents, and then there's times when you that there's a gray area, mm-hmm. and you have to use judgment. Mm-hmm. And I think from what I have seen of our city council, I know they ain't perfect. Some some of the stuff I seen is real questionable. <laughs> it's real sus, as they say. <laughs> sus to a ridiculous extent, mm-hmm. but I ain't gonna go into that right now because mm-hmm. what I'm saying is. Compared to other places I've been, our city council members do, for the most part, seem to be serious, focused on trying to help their district and the city mm-hmm. and doing what they think is right. Now, I'm, I have no doubt it's some nonsense that we don't know about because that's that's politics. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy <laughs> mm-hmm. that our leaders seem at least somewhat interested in trying to do right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, we need to, if it even makes sense, 
find a way to take the, take the politics out of politics, man. Yeah. It's it's just I don't get it sometimes, but it's the politics behind it, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Like, who is somebody hiding behind that? Mm. Who do, who can we hold accountable for that? Right. Cause it's keep saying over oh, well, this and that, this and that, man. So hold on, well, who just put bring them out? You know, mm-hmm. like I don't mm-hmm. know, man. That, yeah. that's that type of stuff. They start to frustrate me when it, that's a right. mind game, and I don't right, like right. mind games because right, it's right. like you insulting my intelligence mm-hmm. as I'm sitting here listening to what's being said, and I'm just like, man, okay, All right, let me learn some more of this political jargon because. What initially comes to mind mm-hmm. to say to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that would be <laughs> no, yeah, I always, acceptable. You know, I what I'm always saying? tell people I got two, <laughs> I got two streams of of of, of, of words of thought running at all times, yeah. <laughs> and one of them is a a profane stream of angry invective, yeah. <laughs> and the other one, I'm trying to translate that to a more palatable yeah. flow. You know, what <laughs> what I'm for real, like <laughs> it's crazy, man, but. <laughs> people I mean we it's on the communities yeah. where we go from here you mm-hmm. know like it's some stuff that's in motion that we're gonna have to figure out mm-hmm. along the way yeah. but then it's some stuff we can put in motion yeah that's true mm-hmm. and I tell you what uh, th- thinking back to that that same interview with Mr. Fareed one of the points I was trying to make that I don't think went I didn't express it well and that's a uh, weaponized government failure is a mm-hmm. concept that I came across reading. Can't remember where I got it from, but if I can think of it, if I find a source, I, I, I put it out there somewhere. But uh, anyway, what it is, he, the, the, the author was talking about doing a study of new Orleans and um, how they keep electing the same failed leadership over and over again. And he's like, why do they do that? And the, what happens is the leadership fails on purpose. It's a theory, you know. I don't. It's hard to tell if they do it or not, but it sure looks like they do it to me. Mm-hmm. So you fail on purpose as leaders, and what that does is, in the, you're the mayor of Baltimore, for example, you fail on purpose. The good people eventually leave Baltimore, and you get le- left with people who need you to be in government. So you push out all the taxpayers, all the middle class people, all the upper class people, and now you do that on purpose because now everybody there is left. It's like. It's almost like you just created a plantation of people who need you to oversee them. Mm-hmm. You do it on purpose. So you're failing on purpose to create that situation. And then you can be like, oh, you're cemented in power for decades. You have just, by creating the need for yourself, mm-hmm. you ensure that you will grow wealthy over many decades. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you do that by failing to fix your community. Mm-hmm. And that's the... Uh What's that Hegelian? Uh, Hegelian dialectic. It's same. Same thing. That's basically the same. Yeah, concept. that's it. That's the uh, action opposite reaction solution. So you you want your people to move over here. So you create a problem. Yeah. To make that happen. Exactly. Then you acknowledge it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Well, to fix this problem, we got to go." Over here where I wanted y'all to go in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you made the problem to get you to your destination. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's literally um, that's literally a plantation. You're mm-hmm. using the labor and energy of people to keep you in power. Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I think that's what this country built on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be debt. Like, even how the banking system works. Like, it's all a game, man. Yeah. 
that's it's just all the game. It's it's all it went from tangible uh currency. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gold to, and silver. To just to numbers on the screen. Yeah. Man, like <laughs> No, and for y'all that ain't aware, man, my bro is kicking facts here. What we say facts and stats. <laughs> Them's is facts and stats. Y'all need to peep out uh what's that book, bro? It's right there. The creature from the Jekyll creature Island. From Jekyll Island, yeah. I got a poem called "A Creature from Jekyll Island." No mm-hmm. matter of fact, it's it's a rap. It's a it's an old rap I did from back in like 2010. I'm gonna have to play that. It's kind of whack. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, dun, 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 dun. anyway, uh, yeah, y'all need to peep that out because the creature from Jekyll Island, that book right there, the poem, the line, whatever you, whatever, however you find out about it, once you know that the banking system is a lie, it's like. I ain't getting over on this, man. Like, what? Talking about slapping the meat, meat right off the top of your head. Bow. Bow. <laughs> and then what's crazy is we is we we condition where we line right back up in that line yeah. to get that head slapping again yeah. <laughs> every yeah. month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when mm-hmm. they, every time them bills come. You y'all y'all are some people out there are like, man, that's crazy. What what these fools talking about, man? But I'm gonna tell you, the way that the banking system works. Just the root of it all is um, fractional reserve banking, which means a bank only has to have a small fraction of what it owes and actually have it on hand in, in currency or in deposits. So in other words, let's say a bank has 10 members and each one has a million dollars so that that bank should have at least 10 million dollars in it. But they can loan out like nine million of that 10 million dollars mm-hmm. at any one time. And make money on it by other people paying them back. But at the same time, they that's that money doesn't belong to them. And they don't you don't get the money they make off your money. Right. They make money <laughs> off your money. And you don't get none. And but if you do and anything. And not wrong, only that, not only that, they loan they make loans off of money that's not even there. Right. It, that doesn't even exist. Right. Yep. They they just create it. Yep. Because it's just numbers on a computer mm-hmm. screen now, man. Numbers in a ledger. Like, yeah. And people say, that's fine. That means they can always print money. That's what they be talking about. Uh, just just send out stimulus checks and universal basic, basic and then income. And that's what make. And, and this a million dollar bill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all a dollar. That's all money is. Is a piece of paper that everybody agree mm-hmm. means something. Yep. And the more they print of it, the less it's worth. Quantitative easing that they did during the. The uh, the pandemic, the pandemic, the pandemic. How many eight? What they were eight trillion dollars or something like that? Man, I'm bro, but they can do that because all they doing is is putting add some some more zeros zeros and ones on the screen, like in your account they'll put some zeros in it. President want to send you twenty five hundred dollars? Okay, we just type twenty five hundred dollars on your account. But that's and that's and there's nothing there. You just now you can act like there's something there. Yeah, and it's like. You the, can go to the store and buy something. And, with. and the proof, the proof is in everybody's face. When you go to the grocery store and they they think the prices of everything is going up, yeah. the value of the dollar is going down. Yeah. That's what it is. That's the, that's the key right there yeah. that people don't get. Yeah. When when prices go up, that's called inflation. And it's not that prices are going up. The value of your money is going down because mm-hmm. they printed so much. They watered the, the water down the money supply. The money supply loses value when you overprint. If you print money while ain't nobody working to keep up with the amount you're printing, 
you're going to get inflation. Mm. COVID, nobody was working. Well, you know, not nobody. The laptop class wasn't working. Yeah. But working <laughs> people was working. I was working. So I was working. I was, uh, yeah, I was slinging <laughs> cameras all over the joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Actually, it, it, actually uh, the production picked up where I was working. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yep. we had, you know what I'm saying? It was uh, unlimited overtime. And that's what another thing that I was looking at is that during that pandemic, when when people were not being able to pay their rent, and certain things were going on financially because the shutdown happened mm -hmm. and they were saying what was uh what were they calling the people the that they let the they let keep working and stay open essential work essential yeah yeah um like i'm saying bro our overtime went where it was they weren't tripping about no kind of overtime so i'm looking and it's it's still it's still million dollar mansions being built yeah. I'm we delivering yeah. out there. And I'm yeah. looking at it like, hey man, and thinking like it's some people that can't even pay their rent. Right. Right now. But there's some people like uh what? You, you know you're starving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's what it is right now. Like, and it's it's like that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. that, it's crazy because that creates what what it creates outside mm -hmm. as people get more desperate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where, and, where is it? Where is that leaving us? You know what I mean? Because if you mm -hmm. look closely when you go to the grocery store, yeah, what's on the shelf? It's not much, and yeah. it's been like that for a minute. Like mm -hmm. it, you, it might look like it's stuff on there, but if you actually look at it, look at what you're getting. It might be four or five of them, but then think if you and four of the people got that, do they got some more of that back there? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. not. Do you that, see what I'm with saying? That just in time. Shipping, and yeah, I've been on the I, I'm on the I'm on the back side of that, so I understand oh, yeah. the logistics side of it. Yeah, and that's when I know that's how I know why the industries that my wife and I we're in mm -hmm. are the industries that no matter what's going on, mm -hmm. that's got to keep going on. Because when that stop going on, yeah. that means it's a wrap for us. Mm -hmm. Like when them trucks stop moving, yeah. and bringing in goods. Mm -hmm. And delivering fuel and band aids and meat and yeah, yeah. water. When yeah. the trucks stop moving, bro, mm -hmm. them shells ain't they not getting filled back mm -hmm. up. Of course. And you know what? The other thing is too, man, like in my industry, uh slanging these cameras around, that that went up in an unexpected way. Cause you mm -hmm. thought, man, they didn't shut everything down and people couldn't really, oh, they gonna you can't you can't have a set with a lot of people on it. Mm -hmm. But what happened is since you couldn't have a lot of people, you ended up having to have um video conferences and, and training videos instead mm -hmm. of training events training videos mm -hmm. instead of meetings video conferences that's all right down my alley you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so yeah it it but and that's it, what i feel like is the best thing is is for people to line themselves up in like you know having the trades because it, no matter what's going on mm -hmm. people gonna need some plumbing they yeah. plumbing to run the right. air conditioning heaters to be running right you know what I'm saying? The switch ain't are, working back here. Yeah, those are real a, needs. Those are not wants. Cars running, yeah. getting back and forth to work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Vehicles, uh, work trucks, all that. Like using these, these greasy mitts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> putting them greasy on, meat putting them on <laughs> some. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I remember uh, real skills. In other words, yeah. Like we say, what what separates what separates two men is one knowing what to do with these and the other one not. You know what I'm saying? Like. Hmm. That's what my uh, uncle you be able bodied. You could be able bodied, but what are you doing? Yeah, able bodied but unable to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there like that too. You know what I mean? But it's not that they don't have the 
the, the maybe the drive or the ambition. It's just not knowing, not having that that direction or what am I trying to say? Like the the drive. Not even that. It's just they may have it, but it's like where being in Lubbock, directionless. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. in Lubbock, and it's like man, it's not much. Oh, so you might don't have, have to go. They don't have a jumping off point sometimes. Do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it may be, and it's just the networking is not there yet. Yeah, yeah. Just different. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's just it's all, all type kinda, of different. It's all kind of shortcomings. You know what I mean? And, stuff, mm-hmm. you know? and it's not all. Yeah. But it's it's do we have to stay in the mix of? I think that's what a lot of people saw during COVID too, man. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of uh, entrepreneur. Yeah business owner jumped off and and that's really where it's at when you look at the communities mm-hmm. if we spend with each other because we all have a service yeah that the other one needs i mean we, we thrive that's how we thrive right mm-hmm. is when we take that money outside of the community and spend it with a conglomerate like walmart or something that's not gonna put you know what i'm saying they ain't gonna pay for the, the uh, little league Helmets this year, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I go off on tangents sometimes, but you had to, you had to reel me back in, man. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> we, we slide in, in and out the prairie dog hole yeah. around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you know what, and that's because life slides in and out the prairie dog hole, mm-hmm. man. It's always something life is weird and surreal. Hole, life man. is a prairie dog hole. You know, are we all prairie dogs uh-uh. sticking our heads up? Yeah. Every now and then, seeing what the reality of it is, and then halftime, we in a we in a tunnel of our own making or something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's <laughs> that's something I don't, I don't even is is that the reality of it? Seems like it to me. Yeah, because it's a uh, I don't know. It's like the uh, those what are those cases? Those aquariums? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you have a, a ground, not a groundhog, but like a, a what do they call them things? A ferret or whatever the uh-huh. little go oh, like a hamster on a yeah on hamster a, on a hamster wheel yeah exactly in the little encasement the yeah. little aquarium case mm-hmm. thing yeah so hamster it, cage, it can run yeah. around and spin around yeah. in the little fluff over there yeah. and come over here and get on this wheel and run a thousand miles an hour yeah and go absolutely nowhere yeah and that's kind of like how are we oh, any God. different from that? I just I just put myself in the place how of the different from that. Talking, man. That's why I said, oh God. That's how are we any different from that, bro? That's horrible. When you when, and that's the that's getting caught up in in the, the rigmarole of life. Mm-hmm. Like work. Yep. You know, you, we working and, and I'm just saying on average is money. We working Monday through Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eight to five. So doing all hitting all the same stations, doing all the same, the same thing, ripping and running the same rat killing as my grandpa used yeah, to say. The same thing. And maybe that's what this modern thing is for and us, then for that, killing rats. When that when that quote unquote and weekend comes, that's when it get off that wheel and run over here and roll around in that fluff because it feel like y'all can do whatever I want to do. I'm go over here and I'm gonna do this and I'm, but then it's right back on that wheel. Mm. It's <laughs> an engineer reality. <laughs> Sometimes it do feel like it's an engineered reality. Well, in a way, I mean, that's what all society is. Mm-hmm. Society is a orderly set of rules. In other words, an engineered reality that somebody above you who claims to be above you has put in place. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all life is. Mm-hmm. You know, daily grind life is, you know what I'm saying? But true, 
that ain't living. That's different than living. Life yeah. is not living. And that's like in, in between all that somewhere, man, you got to live. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You had, like we was talking about on the other episode when I told you, man, singing in the rain, baby, you know what I mean? Like good or bad, I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. I, I, I won't complain. I can't and I won't. You know what I mean? Because there's so much that's still be, to be thankful for. Right. Like they said, it could always be worse. And then when you at your worst and you think that, and you could be like, boy, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want no parts of that if he can get burst in this. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then they always say, man, um, he ain't bring you this far to let you, to let you off here, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. even if it do get worse, yeah, you got that too. Exactly. Now, that's not saying I want to see how, how, what worse can be. And that's what, uh, I had a partner tell me that he was like, man, you know, they, they say, and the most high give, put put the most on his on his chosen ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. To get them ready. But he was like, man. He said, I hope I ain't one of them. He <laughs> said, I can't take no more, man. And I was like, man, that's that's a that's that's deep. Yeah. Because what? But he said, I mean, he's not gonna put more on you than you can bear. Though. Right. You know what I mean? So that's so, where the faith comes in, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have faith that even though it seemed like you can't bear it. Like you actually can, because mm-hmm. he he already know what you can bear. Hmm. Cause it's a it's a it's a it's a lesson in it to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For you, and it's it's two ways that, that you can look at it, and you can look at it from that lesson, or you can look at it from, from and and be bitter mm-hmm. and not. And then the whole time while you walking around, everything that you should have been looking at and grabbing and taking with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me grab that and let me get this. You done left all that behind. Yeah. And you done kicked some stuff over. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you threw away the jewels that you should have found. Pick up your lips before you trip. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a situation like that, man, a few months ago. And it was very, very embittering. And I was, I, you know, I was very upset about it. But uh, I did learn some things from it. And there's other blessings that came out of it that. It's just like, oh, that obviously was God doing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the like business connections and entrepreneurial opportunities and stuff. But I was telling you that, like, and it's that's that's my was always my understanding since a little bitty boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what what is meant to destroy you, the most high gonna take that and lay something pretty out for you. You know what I'm saying? Man, but you, you just have to yeah. understand you have to trust the process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it ain't it's like a it's not on your time frame. It's either. called winning ugly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta win ugly. Big Mike got a song called Win Ugly. <laughs> but every time it's not gonna be the I'm smiling for the camera yeah. as I'm scoring these touchdowns. Like, yeah man, you might be you know what I'm saying, playing praying on the sprain uh playing on the sprain ankle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Half you big cloud of dirt in your mask you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they even tow your jersey they've been giving yeah. you the business out of here but yeah. this got that one play and that's all we needed <laughs> you know what i'm saying and we we won mm-hmm. that's what uh that's a real deep uh lesson man that's one of the things <laughs> yeah it's a football analogy but and i learned that from football too by mm-hmm. the way <laughs> but i also learned it from the military i also learned it just from going through life mm-hmm. going through them struggles man uh if you persevere, you'll come out on top and, uh, man, it'll be like, um, and it'll be like, it'll be like, it'll be like, boom. Yeah. It hurt, but it gave you wings. It gave you skills and abilities and revealed strengths that you didn't know you had. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what it do for me. And what's the, what's the good time 
But at the bad time, right? If all the good, if all times was good, how would you know what was bad? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That well, that's the same. Are you, what do you compare it to? <laughs> yeah, what, exactly. You, light without dark. You can't know the light without the dark. You mm-hmm. can't know the pain without the pleasure. There's, there's every song you ever heard say that. I was just thinking of Rick, Rick James. James. Yeah. Pain. You read my mind before pleasure. That Tina Marie. Yeah. I man, y'all. I'm noticing something by myself. I got to sing every song we yeah, so. and I can't sing, <laughs> so I don't know what would possess me to have to appoint myself the singer. I mean, a lot of people can't sing, and they still do what they do so, so whatever you whatever you are moved to do you yeah know what I'm so so in other words you say i'm lumped in with all them other fools that I'm try that saying, <laughs> all i'm saying is don't wiggle your jaw bro Cause just because your jaw wiggling don't mean, don't mean you singing, singing. Yeah. that's true i hate when uh that's one of the things i hate about uh i guess we uh we in what you bumping right now you know what i'm saying but that's one of the things that i hate about modern female singers they do way too much jaw moving they be singing and they be like, and then, okay, it sounds fancy, but when you look at Aretha Franklin, and I know what song we're going to talk about too. <laughs> when you look at Aretha Franklin, man, she don't do none of that. Gladys Knight and the Pips, Gladys Knight don't do none of that. Name another good singer, Mavis Staples. They be wiggling their jaw. Yeah, they, I know. They don't be wiggling their job. They just like be singing it. from the soul. Mm-hmm. Man, I got the perfect. Have you heard? Um, it's a song by Most Deaf called Miss Fat Booty. Mm-hmm. I know I can't afford to stop. And I, that one right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sample is Aretha Franklin. One step. That song is amazing. And the sampling that they take from it on that, that most deaf take from it on that song. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who his producer was, but the samples that he took from it and the way he hooked it up on that track. And it wasn't anything fancy, but man, the bass line go with it, right? It's like, boom, 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 boom. And then it's like that. And she's singing. And it's like, doom, ticka, ticka, doom, doom, ticka, ticka. man, you, man, y'all, oh, <laughs> I, I feel like I need to play that song right uh, now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shoot. As a matter of fact, we are going to play it right now. Mm-hmm. We'll just fade out to it and let y'all we'll let y'all fade out to it. Because that right there, man, you ain't got to shake your jaw. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shake your soul. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let, let your voice shake other people's soul. That ain't that ain't about the artificialness. Mm-hmm. I, did a, I did a video one time, man. Uh, when I was up in Maryland at this little church, my aunt's church. And uh, it was a mother and daughter. And the mother was singing a song one day when I was there filming. And she it was so beautiful, man. It was power. And her mother was an older, older lady, you know. She just, when I, one day when I get, and I'll just walk around. Just, man, just. Mm. Then her daughter a little while later was there and she sung it one time when I was filming she sung the same song but her mama wasn't there and she sung it like and it was good it was good but it wasn't powerful and I put both of them singing together in that in the video at the end because the mama passed away before I finished the video so at the end of that video I put them both together and I let the mama start off the song and the daughter finish the verse 
and I faded the shot out between them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was a that was a good project, but it was a very stark illustration of just what we talking about. You know what I'm saying? The daughter was she was she was uh Ariana Grande, and then the mama was Whitney Houston or Aretha Franklin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Power versus fancy. Shoot that right there. I think that just check out the song. Check it out and see if you like it. You know what? That was a that was a that was a better way to do that section, I think. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Start talk about it first, you know. Yeah. Huh. I think that was a better way to do the whole show. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we still rolling. We said this is a freestyle, so yeah. It seemed like it all kind of had some cohesiveness to it. You know I, yeah, I, I think it do. So what you bumping uh, down the prairie dog hole? We've already kind of been down the yeah, prairie dog hole. All over the place. But I think, too, that's what down the prairie dog hole is, though. Because it's just like what you said, bro. That, that's how prairie dog holes are. Mm-hmm. You line to walk up on some of them right here and be like, dang. And you know, it <laughs> you, ain't nothing. You might be then, walking and then pop up out of prairie dog hole and didn't even know you was in a prairie dog saying. hole. You feel me? Like, that's what a prairie dog hole is. So. I think uh, not just not going too too much in depth mm-hmm. on certain things, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of pausing it and like, oh, you need to hold that for the, that's the such and such or whatever. But mm-hmm. then, so when we do actually have a, you know, a session, mm-hmm. I think, uh, and this is me personally, I think that down the Prairie Dog sessions would be tight with all the bros mm-hmm. if we do it like that to have a real just open you know what i'm saying it's yeah. an open for forum type because you know they, they we all over the place yeah when it come with stuff so everybody yeah. gonna have something that's so maybe so 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 for y'all out there listening uh man we have what we got four bros five bros mm-hmm. me you john jace mike how many is that me you john jace that's five mm-hmm. so we got five bros man so that means we could do everybody probably ain't gonna be able to make it all the time, but yeah. I got four bikes. I know at least one. Yeah, I know at least one. I'm, and I'm 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 more than certain if uh once we put that uh that that, that warrior signal yeah. out, you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? They're calling all you warriors. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where they you know, at, son? Where especially you at? for that. Yeah. Tell me, yeah, I want to drag y'all in the paradox hole. <laughs> Jaggy suckers in his pet dog hole. They, yeah, they'll come down. They'll come down, I'm sure. Um, I'm making faces at Nate. He over here. I don't know. You okay over there, son, man? You, I said his name on there. I usually try to say Mr. Nugent, but I don't think it's a secret. His name is Nate. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's just his uh, code name. That's his mm-hmm. nom de, de guerre. Mm-hmm. That means his war name. You know what I'm saying? When he be fighting a battle. That's where I be. That's why I be making up so many nicknames for myself. Noms de plume, yeah. Noms de guerre, cause I don't know. I just be feel like I I be fighting a battle. Valentine Guterres, Valentine Guterres, yeah. What's going on? It's Mister Valentine Guterres. <laughs> Y'all don't know who Valentine Guterres is? Look him up. No, you can't look him up. Uh, what you can do is peep out the uh, couple of episodes because we was talking about uh, my grandpa Robert Jenkins Sr. was talking about Mr. Valentine Good Terry. <laughs> he said Valentine Good Terry. That's the coldest name I didn't heard in a while. <laughs> you walk up. Uh, yes. Do you have a room for 
Good Terry. Mm. Valentine. Yeah. Good Terry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink beer often. <laughs> yeah. Say, but when I do, yeah. <laughs> I try to sip and find tequila. Because <laughs> I, I say tequila because I Valentine Good Terry was, I think that was my grandpa's way of saying Valentino Gutierrez. I think he was saying that. So I say, well, if he, a gentleman like that was going to drink, he'll probably drink some some uh, tequila reposado or viejo or something distinctive. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's with the worm in it. With the worm. I don't know if Mr. Yeah, Ballantyne Goodterry, he, he had a trucking company. I bet he would swallow the worm. He's a real man. You know what I'm saying? So you swallow it or you bite it? What, the worm? I think you swallow it. If it goes in your cup, you just have to swallow it what is the point showing you tough and oh, that worm what that they put a worm in there i think they don't always put a worm in i think sometimes a worm get in there in there well oh, they yeah. might put a worm in there i don't know i was gonna say man they wrong for that no nah, that's like you swallow it because it proves you tough you a man man swallow worms no no mains don't swallow worms yeah. <laughs> no, they most certainly not do not. Fish swallow worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Fish swallow worms. I think, um, let's see, ant eaters eat ants, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Well, anyway, I don't think Maine eat do swallow turtles. Turtles eat worms. They lies too. Turtles, because <laughs> some people fish for turtles. Is mm-hmm. you, do you call it fishing when you? Fishing for <laughs> <Yeah. turtles? laughs> you trying to catch a turtle? I guess you call it turtling. Turtling, yeah. Because <laughs> you know they call noodling for the catfish with your hand, right? Just, which I wouldn't do that. But I, there's no way in hell I would stick my hand down in a wet hole. Something you can't muddy see hole in the water. You can't see, Mm-mm. and probably. Probably end up sucking out a worm. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that ain't no good. Nah. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. <laughs> There's just certain things I can't see, man. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me get my composure back, man. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever had any. <laughs> you know I've been losing my composure for years yeah, now. <laughs> the little bit I had. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> should exactly. lose already. <laughs> Man, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we need to draw it out any any longer. That felt like a pretty good little discussion. Yeah. What because, are you doing, uh, Mr. Nugent? Oh, okay. That's see. This is the the one of the problems with Mr. Nugent. He's a very intelligent, sharp young man, but he he be right on it, ready to push them buttons, and I'll be like, oh, don't push. Okay, he's getting ready to end the show, mm-hmm. and I guess we are too. So, <laughs> you know, say, uh, <laughs> what, what more could be said? Huh? Not much more. So, <laughs> shoot, Lubbock man, they already on the button. Yeah, if Mister Nugent's calling the shots, he's glad it. that he ain't uh in the in the seat with the uh, nuclear button. Yeah, I know, because he'd be like, "What they do?" Ah, oh. his finger been on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna be no. Hey, get ready. You yeah, know, they gonna come in there. Nate been there with the little thing popped up on it. <laughs> I knew y'all was coming, man. I knew. <laughs> he just, doing it right now. That's, that's my job was to stay ready. Mm-hmm. I'm 
I'm staying ready. I mean, for real. I mean, hey, got to love that. For real. <laughs> and you know what, man? On the way out here, that's a, that stay ready. Mm-hmm. That's a, what we was talking about earlier with that inflation and all that and the just-in-time shipping and all the lessons learned from COVID. I don't want to bring it down on the on, on the closing note. I don't want to go up on the downbeat mm-hmm. or down on the upbeat, but man, stay ready. For real, especially right now. And, and that means so many different things. Stay ready spiritually. Yep. Stay ready materially, physically. I say physically, talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Stay ready with some supplies, your finances. Something like, and just have something to fight with. Something like. Right. That's what it is. Everybody, yeah, everybody's not in a position to Mm -hmm. be like they want to be. Like, like man, I've seen some videos, bro, online that. That are kind of disheartening when you yeah. see it. How That's some people have, well how, yeah, how so they have underground bunkers built with just look like miles of food storage up under there and water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, man, I don't have nothing like that, bro. <laughs> you don't, you know, you know what? Those people like that, if they on TV and letting you see stuff, um, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like that's a wrong move. Yeah, and but I, I think, like, uh, but the ones I saw, it wasn't. Oh yeah, they were. The way it was edited, yeah, yeah. it you wasn't where no you locations. could tell. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. Yeah. And now that um it's good to put some of that out, I guess, let people see what, what the possibilities are. But I wouldn't. What, I wouldn't either. But yeah. what it mostly boiled down to is mindset, I think. In a situation in a bad situation, it's mindset and mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. And I thought too, like because well, you know, like I say, uh, I always try to think of all type of scenarios where they where they say you hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Yeah. And like one thing that always keeps sticking out to me is not getting not getting comfortable with with hunkering down mm. because I feel like the powers that be mm. know that so many people are quote unquote prepared yeah. as far as yeah. whatever. So it's, yeah. it's something is gonna happen where right. we're gonna have to relocate, move around some type of way. And with that in mind, having some type of way to transfer mm-hmm. your whether yeah. it's your rations, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your family, your belongings, yeah. you know now, what I'm saying? Now, to me, what you just said, that made me feel like that's one of them lofty, ambitious goals to have a fallback retreat or a fallback location, mm-hmm. an alternate lo- location to live in and pass, pass let a let a bad situation pass over you at. Mm-hmm. How do you get that? And, and that's, that's, that's crazy. Because, I mean, then, all right, if you look at it like this, say, <clears throat> say we have, if we could get 10 people. Mm-hmm. To put in, and then we were just talking about these numbers earlier. You know, what I'm saying ten people to put in a uh, hundred dollars a month. Yeah, right. So say we get a, a we got a thousand dollars a month, twelve thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that we're putting back into saying that's what we gonna purchase. Mm-hmm. Like we can go out here. It's these it's these this many acres. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's gonna cost this much to get such and such rand. We gonna yeah. use. Yeah. Uh, Solar panels, we got some. You know what I'm saying? Every, yeah. Have everything budgeted yeah. out, right? And that's something me and realistic. you and the bros can do. That's what I'm saying, bro. A realistic expectation. That's, it ain't even got to be nothing extravagant. You nah, know what I'm saying? No, nah, what it could be. What I was always wanting to do is just get some land, and you know how y'all like to camp. Mm-hmm. We can get some land some distance from her and pay on it like that. And then if something do happen, we have tents and we we can at least go somewhere. Or if nothing, and here's the thing: if nothing do happen. We can still go there every couple of weeks and chill with the fam. Go mm-hmm. shoot, shoot the guns, go uh, uh, camp out and 
cook out in the, you know, on the, on the open fire on uh Nate Mr. Nugent got the uh the uh, what you call it, buddy? The Dutch oven, Uh-oh. yeah, the Dutch oven that uh <laughs> Papa Lemon got us. Nah, really, huh? <laughs> we take that mug out there. Shoot, that's a plan right there. I'm just saying, bro. I'm yeah. with it. I'm and with this it. this whole conversation is down the prayer dog hole. This yeah. is after hours. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. This is y'all the, right, should have hit the lights, cut the lights yeah, down low right. when you're in the prayer dog hole, honey. Clap. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no clap on, clap off, buddy. Man, yeah, you over there. You seen me? I look like this in the car. I was like, I'm like, oh, bro, no turn. You know, got to let me find that. You ain't got to clap up in there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, man, thank y'all for joining us, LBK. Um, this right here was uh, this was a. Uh, remember, we said this is a freestyle, and that's what we did. We didn't stop the camera. We ain't playing nothing out too much. And I felt like it was a great conversation. What y'all think? Y'all think it was better than normal? Should we keep doing this or should we structure it a little more? What do y'all want to see? Y'all want to see some more writing and more articles, more pictures, more videos? What y'all want to see, man? Tell us. Let us know. Hmm. <clears throat> they might want to hear some jokes. I got some jokes, too. <laughs> <laughs> some dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> But shoot, I was gonna say maybe they do. <laughs> if they do, have a couple up your sleeve. Yeah. Uh oh, so I have to come in with my notebook. Yeah, yeah. Word. And then that'll take it back to being scripted. Yeah. <laughs> we'll like start coming in with notebooks again. But anyway, let us know, LBK man. Give us some of that feedback. We craving feedback. And um, on that note, man, we're gonna call it a day, and we're gonna uh, say peace. Thank God for showing mercy on me Brought me home to the plains at the age of three Occasionally, I stray from the nest But I always come back to the best LBK, love a T-E-X-A-S